Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibility. I said one Mississippi, there's a magnolia. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio on Biloxi's Back Bay, welcome to a special hunting safety edition of Super Talk Outdoors, where we celebrate every Monday at noon uh, the, the world class outdoors of the state of Mississippi. Hey, I want to thank my friend Steve Azar who's letting us use as the theme song for Super Talk Outdoors, One Mississippi. What a great song that is. You'll hear it in, in the intros and as we go out to break uh, during the show. That's an amazing song. You should go look it up. Steve Azar, the music and cultural ambassador for the state of Mississippi. And the name of the song is One Mississippi. Hopefully it will be the state's song at some point. Hopefully it will. That's my hope. I want to thank you for joining us on the, on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi Network. And if you're listening on Facebook or YouTube or your favorite podcast, it's November the 15th, 2021. Deer season's in full swing in most of the state of Mississippi, or at least soon will be. And uh, fishing uh, along the coast and the backwaters of the coast of Mississippi is also in full swing. Man, how time flies. I mean, it's amazing, really. Where did 2021 go? Uh, falls in the air, winter is approaching. You know, it's really a magical time of year in Mississippi, especially if you love to hunt and fish. It's that time of year that we're also making giving thanks a priority. You know, my son Jordan uh, and his friend Leland spent some time out at Horn Island yesterday. And they caught a few specks, and as you saw from that picture just then, Jordan caught a, a what is probably going to be a state record lizard fish. I also spent some time at my place in the Delta this past weekend. We call it Delta Bluffs. My friend Terry uh, Waldrop and I were on a youth hunt a mission, actually, with my nephews, Nico and Peter Bohanovich. It was a great weekend. Terry and I had nothing less than our tanks by the time we got to the end of the weekend, I can assure you that. But we wouldn't change a friend. We, made, uh, we wouldn't change a thing. We, we made some incredible memories. And judging by the number of families that we saw on the drive back to the coast, we weren't alone in, in enjoying a weekend with kids. You know, it's really great to see so many kids spending time in the woods together uh, with their families. Uh, I think really the key to Mississippi's conservation efforts is in our kids. By the way, if you haven't, uh, if you'll, you'll be hearing me talk more about the Mississippi Stewardship Trust Fund that passed the House earlier this year, 117 to two, but didn't make it through the Senate. This is really landmark legislation that will have a generational conservation impact in our state. It will also set the stage to get millions of federal uh, matching funds. This legislation is going to come back up again in this next legislative session. And I wonder, uh, how can anyone be not for uh, taking Mississippi's conservation efforts to a new level? We'll talk more about the trust fund in the coming months. But, but like I said before, this show is mostly about the amazing people who are making 
uh, our love of Mississippi's outdoors are helping take our love of the outdoors to the next level. But from time to time, we are going to talk about why what happens in Jackson and Washington should matter to outdoorsmen and women in the, in the state of Mississippi. So now let's move on to our special safety edition of Super Talk Outdoors. And uh, I want to welcome first up is Captain Megan Fedrick, who's the Director of Hunter and Boater Education for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Megan, how are you doing? Hey, doing great. Glad to be here. Good to see you. So uh, for the Facebook and YouTube audience, I can see sort of some uh, important stuff in, your, in the background. Where are you located right now? So I am at our headquarters in Jackson, Mississippi, which is um, on East Dover Drive, right next door to the School for the Blind and Deaf. Yeah, so you've been with the department for 22 years. What, what's, where's home for you? Um, I was born uh, or raised in Cahoma County on Moon Lake, and I currently live right here in a suburb of Jackson. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Where did your love of the outdoors come from? So, like I said, I grew up in Moon Lake, if anybody knows where that is, out in the middle of nowhere. Um, my dad is an avid hunter, um, so grew up out in the country, barefooted for the probably the first 12 years of my life. Um, always been interested in critters and uh, being outdoors, so was kind of, I don't know if I knew I was exactly going to do this. Um, it kind of came as a surprise. I got an internship with the agency when I was a senior in college. Um, I have a, a bachelor's and master's degree in biology, so um, yeah. kind of led me in that direction. A position opened up, and they said, hey, why don't you apply, and next thing you know, you're in the police academy, so there it is. There it is. Look, it's really interesting to look at the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. There's so many dimensions to that organization. And you've had an opportunity to see it from so many different you know, positions. I've kinda, been in three of the five bureaus. Yeah, three of the five. So tell, what are those? Tell, tell me where you've been. So when I started, um, I was hired as a biologist. And at that time, all biologists were also field officers. So I started out in fisheries and worked for years on the lakes and rivers of the Mississippi Delta. And I also worked a stint with our Natural Science Museum as an educator and eventually became head of their education department. And um, then I switched back over to take over Hunter Ed and also helped with officer training for the last six years. So wow. a lot of different yeah. facets, a lot of different puzzle pieces that have to go together to make everything work. Well, um, I can't tell you how much I appreciate what you've done over your many years. Um, you know, when, when we're enjoying the outdoors, uh, it's amazing when things go as planned, but from time to time things don't go as planned, and uh, and that's where you guys come in. Not only it's important for hopefully we can be proactive about things Correct. like safety management, and not not regret something where we dropped our guard. But you know it's interesting. You've seen all kind. You've seen situations where people were well trained and had accidents. You've seen people who who weren't trained at all have accidents but it's but in all those cases people can get lax can't they and it's important to do a good reminder from time to time isn't it that is very true you become complacent um we always tell parents hey take hunter ed with your kids sit through the class again it will not hurt a thing take it with your grandchild this is stuff you probably haven't heard in 10 15 20 years it will not hurt you to hear it again it will not hurt you to hear it again. You know, it's interesting, Megan. Here's a here's a, I shared this on a prior st uh, show, but we were we went out to take one of our uh, shooting houses that had been in position for quite a while, had you know treated material four by four legs, you know, like you see all the time, 
And uh, we lifted it because we wanted to balance it better. But when we lifted it, we noticed that one of, the, even though it's treated material, one of the legs had begun to rot, and we didn't know that. And I think p people have a tendency to put put the shooting houses in place and then really not come back to them anytime soon. But you know, whether it's whether it's uh, uh, putting new straps on a on a leaning ladder stand or whether it's checking the legs on a on a, uh, uh, a shooting house. Whether it's just sitting down with with your family and saying, "Look, I know everybody understands the safety situation, safety, but let's remind ourselves what this is all about." You have in your 22 years, you've seen some pretty bad mishaps, haven't you? So you keep you mentioned deer stands and, and ladder stands, and I guess a lot of people, when they think about an incident, just assume that it's firearms related. And actually, yeah. in Mississippi. The majority of our incidents, which we say incidents, a lot of things are not necessarily an accident, but um, it usually has to do with tree stand and tree stand safety. And people will assume that just because they put a shoot house out that it's gonna last forever or the straps are not gonna dry rot. And we see that all the time where something fails, it hasn't been checked, and then we end up with a, a fall and a serious injury. Yeah, one, like one of the stands that we have, um, well, first, first of all, we, we don't have, we check, we check, check straps every year. We put two straps on every leaning ladder stand. And, uh, and we've put, um, you know, the, the, the kind of permanent ropes on now that are part of the safety systems that you have. So you put, you put your vest on, you connect to it as you're going up. That's a requirement. But this is a club, but it's really a family club. But, um, but man, you know, we want to have fun. We want to make great memories and we don't want to have an accident. And when you look at the statistics on the number of people, just as you pointed out, that are involved in non-gun non accidents, it's alarming, isn't it? It is. Like I said, it usually surprises folks. And I don't know that we actually get reported it is required by statute that we sh should be told these happen so we can investigate them but i don't know that we get every tree stand fall reported to our agency so there's probably more than we are aware of um, if the local so or hospital doesn't report it we may hear about it secondhand and try to follow up but um, that does happen a lot more than you would typically think yet not to alarm anyone overall hunting in general the incident number is is lower than say bowling i mean it's a very low number nationwide and that's why the hunter ed program has worked so hard over the last 70 years to reduce those numbers and that's what it's here for yeah one of the i sent a note to again this little club that i have is family and just really close friends but i sent a note to them just reminding them i as i was concentrating on this show and we were going to have a you know safety show it got me thinking that i need to remind the people who hunt with me some of the basics for like like for example people tend to um they'll they'll keep some some shells in a clip and not have one inside the breech and um, they should not have a loaded gun in any stretch of the imagination. Hey, why don't we do this, Megan? When we come back on the other side, we'll finish our conversation. And okay. then we'll move over to uh, Dean Hudson. I look forward to visiting with him during this next sex, uh, section. But when we come back, we'll continue our, our conversation with uh, May, May, Megan Fedrick. And uh, we'll continue the special edition of safety here on Super Talk Outdoors. We'll see you after this break.
If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Hey everybody, I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson inviting you to stand for American freedom with our veterans Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. We're going to be remembering the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor with a benefit concert for Friends of Mississippi Veterans featuring Travis Tritt live and in concert with a special appearance by Lee Greenwood. And we want to see you standing for American freedom alongside Travis Tritt Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Coliseum box office. Join Middays with Gerard Gibbert, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., sponsored by The Road, your destination for fine men's clothing. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington pontoon boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Callaway's has everything you need from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Callaway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9 breaking news quick shots analysis all right here on super talk jackson 97.3 leading the conversation on mississippi's outdoors it's super talk outdoors with ricky matthews on super talk mississippi mississippi Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors from the Foundation Studio. The Foundation for Wildlife Fisheries and Parks uniquely positioned to provide 
incredible financial assistance to the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Separate organization, a foundation composed of board members who are volunteers from across the state who raise millions of money to help the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks you know, reach its goal of being the best they can be to protect uh, our opportunity to enjoy the outdoors in Mississippi. We couldn't, we couldn't, we, we wouldn't be where we are if it weren't for the foundation. So anyway, let's uh, continue our conversation with Me Megan Fedrick. And uh, you know she has such a key role in safety instruction in this state. But Megan, when we talk about safety and the work that you do and the instructions that you do, it's not just about gun safety and stand safety and hunting safety. There's a lot more to it than that, isn't there? Isn't it? There really is. And a lot of people would, I even tell people, if you don't hunt and you have an opportunity to go to a hunter safety class, you will leave with something new that you have learned. It's everything from how to survive cold weather, first aid, conservation. Why, what does our agency do and how does it help manage wildlife populations? Ethics, how to be a responsible and respectful hunter. We are not out there just to kill animals for the sake of killing. Um, there's, there's, you know, have a clean kill, fair chase, so many different parts of the equation that go together to have a, um, a respectable and safe hunt and an enjoyable time. And most importantly, we want you to go out and go hunt and we want you to pass it on to the next generation, but we want you to go home safely every single day. No doubt, and conservation is so important as it relates to that. We'll be spending time on future shows talking about that and the, and the incredibly important role the agency plays in helping people who even, have, you know, private landowners manage the wildlife on their on their property in a way that we can optimize the opportunities to enjoy them. So why don't we do this, Megan? Why don't you stay with me, please? And let's okay. invite Dean Hudson to join us. Dean has been with the agency for 31 years, and he actually he'll be retiring at the end of January, uh, you know, uh, 2022, and uh, so he's uh, he's got a really important role, doesn't he, Megan? Oh, he really does. He's uh, been a great educator as an officer for us, and I I hate to see him go. Wow, that's that's a pretty tough thing to uh, to follow right there, isn't it, <laughs> Dean? Yes, sir. Good morning, Ricky. It's good to see you, my friend. How you so doing, tell Kevin? us about what you do, Dean. I'm the uh, I'm currently the Monroe County Conservation Officer here in Monroe County in the east side of North Mississippi, just uh, just below Tupelo. Our our main uh, area here is the uh, Amory and Aberdeen area. Yeah, that's a beautiful area of the country, isn't it? I mean, the fall like, fall is in the air there, isn't it? Yes, sir. I like to think so. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know you do. So, Kevin, what do you in your day to day world? What do you do? I'm the uh, with with being the county conservation officer, we deal with a variety of different things. Um, you know, of course, field complaints and uh, you know, investigate investigate different things. The the center of this is a unique county in the Tom Bigby River and the waterway splits this county, and it's two different worlds. The east side of this county is hill country. A lot of a uh, lot of pine trees. You you cross that river and it's it's all open farmland, prairie type land. It's it's the the hunting scenarios are 100% different. You have two different type of hunting, two different type of people. But the center of this hunting world here centers around the canal section management area and all of our open public land along the river. Well, you've been with the agency for 31 years, 31 years, and you'll be retiring soon. But when you look back, what is it about Mississippi's outdoors that's in your heart and soul? I, I was raised by my grandparents and they, uh, you know, we hunting was a big, big thing that we did. I mean, there were, you know, we had two TV channels. 
And I mean, you got up and you went hunting. I had a couple of uncles that were instrumental in it. Now, my grandfather was that, for lack of a better word, my grandfather was the law. And I grew up at Nettleton, Mississippi, sitting inside the police department. And when I wasn't there, I was in a deputy car with the sheriff's office. And I'm talking 12 years old, riding riding shotgun. So I've done this my you know done this my whole life. And I really I, I we we hunted, we fished, and and really enjoyed it. And you know some of my first memories is is there being calling for the game warden out of Lee County to come. The club needed the game warden. And I remember mm -hmm. the guy coming up, you know, and I thought he was, of course, I'm 11, 12 years old. He pulls up, old grizzled cowboy-looking guy. I mean, he's got a, he gets a three-wheeler out of the truck and goes and catches these, these trespassers, and it made an impression on me. Wow. That's, hey, so, Megan, you hear this a lot, but as it, as, specifically as it relates to Dean, those years of experience really pay off when he's training others and, and impacting others, doesn't it? I agree. It really does. Um, when you have that in your background, it really helps you determine what kind of officer you're going to be or, or conservationist. You could have many different jobs in this, within this agency, but having that background is important. I hope we're producing more people that will have that background. The trends are not looking <laughs> that great these days. Well, we're going to work on that. We're going to work on it. Let's and, work on it. Inspiring other people to find this as a great as a great uh, potential career because there's so many opportunities within within the department. But Dean, coming back to you, you heard heard Megan and I talking about uh, about stand safety in particular. Um, you know, people think about you know, gun accidents and they happen. Thank God they don't happen too often. But when they happen, it's terrible. But the thing around stands and and um, and and stand accidents, uh, when they happen, they can be pretty severe. T tell me about your experience with that. Well, to 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 follow up on some of what you said, you know, nothing's going to earn the hunt any worse than than going out and climbing up. You know, you're so it's opening day Saturday for for deer with dog and firearm rifle, and you know, you got people that are going to go, you know, a little bit earlier than normal and and getting their stand, and nothing's going to put a put a damper on that hunt any worse than getting about the fourth step up climbing in that shooting house and figuring out that two by four that uncle jim put there back 30 years ago is rotten and you know i'm going to encourage everyone right now you need to go this week we've got good weather you need to get out there this week you need to look at these stands wood rots and and another thing that that and i'm sure this has happened with you in hunting but you know you get out there you take your child you get to the shooting house it's cold you fire that buddy heater up and the red walls just pour out on you you know now's the time you need to put a bomb in those houses get the ladybugs out of them get the red walsh nest out from under the seat I and mean, that's going to run a morning hunt and i mean there's no no way around it it's going to happen and you know you need to be checking these stands uh, Looking at your straps, you need to pull on them. You know, straps hang. A lot of guys leave their stand all year. The straps deteriorate. And uh, one thing that I have seen is is guys lose their pins. And when you lose those pins out of these bulk tree stands, they they're hard and steel. When you go down to the to the hardware store and the ones that are sitting on the counter too for a dollar, they're, they're generally not. And I, I have seen people put those little gold pins in there. I've seen them. I've seen them take these D rings that they give it to career days and try to put. Man, they're made for holding keys. Man, they're not made for weight bearing. And I've seen that contribute to accidents. You know, you need to. Now's the time to get all this in line. Dean, I've listen. seen people put kitchen cabinet handles into trees for an extra place to grab onto. 
I've got uh, a good story for y'all. <laughs> tell it, tell it, Dean. You know, several years back, I, I'm partnered here with Jay Holman in this county, and, and my phone rang, which is not unusual, and I looked at it, and it was, it was a guy, a hunter there on the public land, on the management area. He said, Dean, I need you to come over here. He said, I've got an issue with a tree stand. I found it. You know, first thing I thought, well, it's got a bait pile under it or, or something. You know, it's across the property line on the adjacent landowner. But now I rounded Jay up, met him went over there. The guy dropped me a pen, and we went in, and uh went to the stand looked at it and jay said dean is that duct tape i said that's duct tape jay and uh this guy had got to this we ended up finding the guy we got to stand down but we uh we ended up finding the guy and what had happened he went in to hunt and he lost his straps or dropped them or whatever i forget but he had a roll of duct tape so he put a lock on stand up and six or seven you know strands of duct tape around it to hold it with the intention of i'm going to come back and put my straps on it the problem is on public land that's not necessarily your stand if somebody else wants to get in it they can i mean here you got a lock on stand 20 feet off the ground that's being held by four four circles of duct tape not a good idea and you know we got it down and averted that accident but you know that that's what we're working against is you know, I mean, it's the holidays, Ricky. Everybody's looking forward to it. It's hunting season. You know, spending the holidays in the hospital with two broke legs is not good, and it affects you and it affects the officer. I know. I know it does, man. You know, Megan, when you think about this story he just told, especially as it relates to public land, especially as it relates to public land, I'd be interested to know. We'll, we'll continue this part of the conversation. We come back from break on the other side, but I'd be interested in knowing how many times you guys have been involved in conflict of some sort related to a stand that's been erected on public land and uh, you know, remind people what the rules are related to that. But this is a special safety edition of Super Talk Outdoors. We want people to enjoy the outdoors, to be safe in the outdoors, to be able to go home to their family, to make great memories, not bad memories. Safety is so important. We're going, we're going to continue the conversation when we come back uh, after this break. We'll see you in just a second. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 72. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 53. Your Tuesday rolls in with sunny skies, high near 76. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 56. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 78. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. 
Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Goal Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. EPA Administrator Michael Regan is in the capital city today to begin a week-long journey to justice. He'll be spotlighting what's called long-standing environmental justice concerns in Mississippi, Louisiana, and Texas. Today, he's joined by Congressman Benny Thompson in Jackson to highlight the city's long-standing water infrastructure problems. And America's largest biorefinery will break ground in Natchez in 2023. Mayor Dan Gibson shared with Gerard Gibbard on Super Talk Mississippi that Velocis has locked in a few major deals recently. They just secured financing this week because they have a fantastic client lined up for the next decade, Southwest Airlines, in addition to a memorandum of understanding with British Airways. The biorefinery will specialize in the production of environmentally friendly fuel, especially jet fuel made from woody biomass. I'm Andy Davis. It's that time of the year again. Like my son Barrett and I, hunters will soon be heading to the woods to hopefully bag that big buck. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Our agency often works with Mississippians whose disabilities are the result of tree stand injuries. Keep safe by remembering these important tips. Always maintain three points of contact going up and down a tree. Use a haul line and always wear a safety harness. Please don't let your next hunt be your last. How did Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impact rural broadband internet? 
In January of 2019, Governor Phil Bryant signed a law allowing our state's 25 electrical cooperatives to offer high-speed internet options. Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation lobbied in support of this bill to improve the quality of life for all Mississippians. Because when Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Mississippi News doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi News. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's cut through walls and fall football, a Gulf Coast sunset. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors, uh, sponsored by the Foundation. I have Megan Fedrick uh, and uh, Dean Hudson with me, and we're going to we're going to finish our conversation. And in just a few minutes, we're going to be joined by Chris Reed, and we're going to continue this special edition of Safety Hunter Safety on Super Talk Outdoors. Anyway, Megan, uh, you know, as you do your work, um, what do you find that private lands and um, and public land that, that you deal with different issues when you're doing that doing your work so when it comes to hunting incidents which i assume is what we're getting to here i would say the majority oh i would say if i had to guess off the top of my head 80 percent of them are on private land um and that is just what we see most of the time although i know that it's hard to obtain private land and we have great wmas and and national forests and places for those to hunt that don't have it i do see the majority of the incidents that occur in mississippi on private land and i want to mention before i finish today like i said those are low numbers compared to other outdoor recreational activities we may have 20 a year and it used to be in the triple digits years ago before we had hunter ed that was required um, before you could purchase a license. So we have really made strides in keeping those numbers down. But the majority of what I see is on private land. Well, congratulations on that, by the way. Education, it's man. It's not education. me, but it's 70 years of people working really hard. That's to, right. To education educate. is key. And you and you can't. I think one of the one of the sort of the underlying messages for the show today is that as, as trained as someone is, it's easy to get lax. It's just easy to get lax. And we're, we're trying to remind people the basics again, you know, for sure. So uh, I think it's important that the department's been focused on that over all these years. So coming back, coming over to you, Dean, when you think about um, private land and and public land, as it relates specifically specifically to public land, you mentioned that story about masking tape, masking taping that stand. But do you find that there's conflict from time to time on private land, and how do you how do you manage that? Of course, there there's always conflict on private land, and and generally that with that being a you know a trespassing issue. Uh, this time of year, especially with duck season coming in my part of the world, we'll have a lot more conflicts probably on the public land here. A lot of our a lot of our private landowners and clubs they police their self. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten a call from the club president or from the sheriff's office where they call nine one one requesting the game warden or the, or deputies to come there, and they will have somebody, for lack of a better saying, they'll have them bound up and holding them at the camp house for you to get there. And, you know, the, a lot of the big clubs here will police their sale. 
and uh, yeah. and they but you know on public land it's a race it's a race to the duck hole and and sometimes tempers flare i mean there's only so many places on the lake that you can get and hunt and that yeah. is probably one of the incidents I see, Dean, on occasionally on a WMA is usually duck hunting. People fighting over the same spot. You know, we, we got people leaving the boat ground, you know, getting there early, early morning to beat everybody to the river. And I, I want to, you know, I want to ask the captain, too, to, to touch on this. Don't, you know, we were talking about stands and wasps and straps. Look, make sure you have your life jackets in that boat. You've got a, you've got guys going out here. They're wearing waders. They've got shell, shell bandoliers tied to them, duck calls, gear, backpacks. You know, you fall in that water. It's cold. Don't, don't get lax and not check your life jackets. The same thing, check check the straps, make sure they'll float you, make sure you've got one that'll fit you. I have, I have checked guys pull up to a boat and be three guys in there, 250 pound plus men, and ask them for an adult, you know, need an adult wearable life jacket for each person, have them hand me two extra larges, and then some guy I pull up a mini mouse, little child, you know, with the back, head deal on it and all and oh this is my life jacket that's not going to work and uh, hey, you know M megan i had chuck cage on from the delta he has a, a duck guide service in the delta and he said he, he likes to go to timber bottoms where you can stand in the water he it scares him to go to the river on a regular basis because it's just it can be so dangerous i mean you, we that that's a really good point we need to make isn't it Oh, I, I would not want to be on the river, especially in, in low temperatures, but we've unfortunately had in the last three or four years, probably four drownings that people were duck hunting. You're either scouting to duck hunt, and that is the last thing I want to see. I know recreation is important, but your safety is more important. Make sure you've got all the things you need before you go. If you get to the boat ramp and you don't have a life jacket, go back home and get it. That duck is not worth you not coming home that evening. No, it's not. No, it's not. Well, listen, uh, Megan Fedrick, we look forward to having you back on again since you, you're in such a critical position with Director of Hunter and Boater Education. And uh, Dean, you know, you're about to retire. Maybe we can get you on the show one more time and talk about some, some war stories. I, I'm sure you've got some good ones to tell, my friend. Sir, you talk to these people that are above me, and I'll be glad to. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For, you, Megan, were you going to say something else? No, I was going to say, if we tell him to, he's going to have to do it. He's only got two months left. We could have him on every Monday. <laughs> good, good. We, we definitely look forward to that. Anyway, uh, it's good to see you guys. Now, let's, we're going to shift gears now and move over to Major Chris Reed. He's been with the agency for 16 years. He's a regional administrator of law enforcement. And uh, by, by the way, I was doing some reading about you, Chris, and you've also been real active in the Law Fit Challenge, which uh, we'll, come, we'll come to that in just a second. But how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How are you, Ricky? I'm doing great. I should say this afternoon. It's great to see you, my friend. Tell me about what you do. Uh, so I guess now um, my main objective is just to make sure that uh, the, the areas are getting covered in our central region uh, enforcement district of the state and making sure that uh, people are getting them the tools that they need, the resources they need. Uh, and we're, we're trying to uh, cover this central part of the state adequately uh, so you know the sportsmen and women of this state can can uh, know that their resources are being protected and that they're you know going to be there when they when they go out to go hunting on those 
those days that they they show up and so uh, it's changed a, a bit from what it was in the past and uh, and that's okay uh, and it's a good thing and uh, so the things in the past have helped you know kind of bring bring some different element and perspective uh, to how we try to to treat the people that we run into and uh, make sure that uh, you know like Dean and Megan were saying before that that people are having an enjoyable experience in the outdoors yeah it's so important it'd be, it'd be interesting to me to hear more about as we get ready of course what youth season and and both seasons have been been ongoing and then we're for most of the state we're headed toward gun the opening of gun season is it is there a lot of planning that you guys are doing around that do, do you pro approach your job any differently uh, given that you know this is at the sort of the full bore of hunting season in the in the state or is it another day in the office um you know we 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 have really good officers that work for us and um, it's kind of like just placing them and kind of pointing them in the direction, not necessarily pointing, but they know what needs to be done. And uh, they're out in their counties and their areas and they, they're, they're, they, they have a pulse on what's going on. They know where the, the bad places are that, are that we're having issues with and they're working those on their own. They're being proactive in that. Uh, they're being seen and which is a you know a main deterrent is, is visibility being seen and people know that people are looking and checking and enforcing regulations uh, it helps to deter violations uh, yeah. we're not going to eradicate that by by any stretch of the imagination uh, but we can we can try to be i guess you could say um, we give the i think we've done this well in the past because everybody thinks that there are game boards behind every tree when they're when they're when they're going hunting or they're coming out and um you know i don't i don't want to argue that point we may be behind every tree and so uh it's good just to do you know what the law says and um and to you know, again try to to be safe and and you know yeah have a good time outdoors so when you, if you think about it, you know what I wanted to I wanted to do this before I go to the kind of things that you face on a day-to-day -day basis what what I wanted to make sure people knew you you're, you're involved in the central region tell me more about where that is uh, so on the map uh, Washington County is in the northwest corner uh, goes across to uh, Lowndes County and then down to about Meridian area a little south of that and then draw a line back across to the west side of the state in Warren County. And then you, so you have that little box there in the central part of the state. And so within that region, there's a diversity of, of you know, terrain and, and people uh, because the people in the Delta are not the same as uh, people, you know, on the east side of the state. And so that's very unique. Uh, and you enforce things a little differently as far as, you know, the animals they hunt and, uh, the places and the, the way things look. We're having a conversation on this special safety edition of Super Talk Outdoors, sponsored by the foundation, uh, with Chris Reed, who's been with the agency for 16 years. He's currently the regional administrator of Law Enforcement Bureau Central Region. And when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation. We want to talk about what are the things he faces that his team faces on a daily basis. Like, what's what's the one thing people do too often? that causes them to get sighted. We'll, we'll talk more about that here in just a second. When we come back after this break, we'll see you in just a second.
Mississippi to this land called home. I'll breathe Mississippi till I'm dead and gone. Just carry on. I'll carry on. Mississippi. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard, and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com Push the limits of what's possible in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. With a bold exterior and premium interior, Outlander reimagines the SUV. Rule the road with Mitsubishi's super all-wheel control and wireless smartphone technology. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today and get up to 3500 over book value for your trade. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get Thunderstruck. Super all-wheel control is an available feature on all trim levels. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply. See retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 12 13 21 Mississippi's healthcare system has experienced many challenges during the COVID pandemic, like the critical shortage of paramedics statewide. Here's Ryan Wilson, veteran paramedic. In my role as a paramedic over the years, I've always appreciated the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance's respect for paramedics and the role we play in achieving optimal survival for patients in an emergency. Right now, paramedics are needed urgently statewide. With the comprehensive training programs offered at area community colleges, you can learn life-saving skills and so much more. Seasoned paramedics like me and newcomers find it very rewarding to help people in immediate need. If you want a job that's dynamic and highly valued in our healthcare system, I urge you to become a paramedic. There's never been a more critical time to become one of Mississippi's healthcare heroes. You too can make a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pelium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pilium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them. 
to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire or Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASE certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Center offers lube, oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires. Just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors, sponsored by the Foundation. We're having a conversation with Chris Reed, who is in the Law Enforcement Bureau Central Region. He's an administrator there, and uh, he's been with the department for 16 years. You know, it was interesting when I was reading about you, Chris. Like me, like so many of us, you fell in love with the outdoors at a, at a young age. It's, it's in your heart and soul, isn't it, buddy? Yeah, I remember uh, this week, you know, leading up to the opening weekend of gun season, you know, just that, that Friday being checked out of school and um, like looking forward to the, the opening morning, not even sleeping at night, you know, just thinking of what the next day, you know, held. And it was, it was a magical time and, uh, you know, not knowing at that moment how it was forming me and uh, shaping me into what I would grow up and to pursue as a career. And so that is, uh, it's, it's neat to think about the kids and the, and the adolescents that are going out now, you know, spending those moments outdoors, you know, and it, it, looking at it, from the long view, the long play is, uh, and how that's shaping them. And we just try to be a good influence uh, and, and a positive influence and interaction when we uh, do encounter those those individuals. You know, as a, so I'm an avid uh, outdoorsman and so I'm not involved in law enforcement, but over the years, nothing has changed really for me in terms of the, when there's when fall is in the air and how it makes me feel and this this time of Thanksgiving and whatever, has it changed for you any, or do you just feel it just like you always did? Um, well, you work more on the weekends when people are hunt. Uh, you know, when you used to partake in the hunting end of it, uh, but it's still you still get to experience some of that camaraderie when you go uh, when you're not issuing citations, uh, but when you're just checking in and you know you're going to maybe catch a breakfast at a at a camp. Uh, going to check a you know skin and shed where where people are are talking over the morning's hunt. You see the excitement on a kid's face, and um, and so that's you can still vicariously live through those those opportunities and those moments. And uh, you know while you're sitting there thinking about those young young people looking up to you and and, and dreaming maybe of one day you know driving in and in that truck that you're in. And so you know it's a there's a weight that goes along with it, but it's not one that we can't we can't hold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. I see it clearly. Hey, listen. Um, if you think about citations, you you have to give. Mm -hmm. What do you find the 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 biggest challenge being these days? Uh, I think a lot of you know our most common citation is going to be not having a hunting license, and. Um, 
for whatever that reason is, um, some people may just forget and, uh, you know, they go out a year from when they're issued. And so it may be a like, oh man, a month goes by and I forgot I needed to get a hunting license. Or, you know, I don't know what the reason is. That's one of them. Um, other ones are, you know, more intentional, I guess. You know, the headlighting and the, the, the hunting over, over bait or feed, if you will, illegally placed, and then, um, you know, hunting from the road. Um, you know, and so those are some of the ones that are more intentional. I mean, you know what you're doing there versus uh, for God. And you can tell that, you know, when you're talking and you're, you're doing your interview with the person and, and speaking with them. Uh, so I would say, you know, make sure you're checking that stuff before you go this weekend, because some of those things that we can prevent before you go outdoors and and like i said it it helps have a memorable positive experience uh you don't want to you know have a typo if you will and, and forget to check your hunt license and it be out and you get a ticket for it because we will be out issuing citations and so um you know another thing is this kind of changed i think as dean was talking about uh people kind of policing themselves you know this day and age we live in now that may not be the best idea uh because you know people just are their, their disregard for life and 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 personal property it seems to just be diminishing exponentially and so if you can get a tag number description of the vehicle and and give that to us and let us go out and handle that you know we'd hate for someone to run up on somebody and then the worst case scenario plays out and so right uh, right just remember that. Yeah. I mean, that could easily happen when you're sitting over a campfire and somebody hears a shot on the road and they go and they start chasing it and they're, you know, trying to live out one of those game warden shows they see on TV. Um, <laughs> Not good. Yeah. Not good. Yeah, you, you're right. I mean, there you, you never know who you're going to be dealing with. And that's why I think, you know, I have so much so much respect for you and your officers because you, i mean you never know it's just like a, i have a we have a highway patrolman friend up in up in greenwood that spends a lot of time with us and i think about him all the time every time you guys pull someone over or check someone you have to be on your guard you don't know what you're going to be dealing with anyway listen it has been really a, a special pleasure spending some time with you chris reed and good luck to you and your team as you approach the the gun season starting and uh, y'all stay safe buddy well, we, we thank you, and we'll uh, we'll do our best, and uh, thank you for having us on today. You bet. So this has been a special edition of Super Talk Outdoors. We didn't try to get into all the details of safety. We just wanted to sort of get that back in the front of your mind. Just stay safe. Stay safe. And if you're in a club or around your family, take a few minutes and just go back to the basics and remind yourselves. You know, make sure that the stands are safe. Make sure your guns are unloaded when, when you get done with hunting. Just don't drop the guard. Don't get lax. Stay safe. And God bless you. And have a great day. And we'll see you next Monday. Mississippi A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.